Hey, everybody, Mark Herman, a.k.a. L.A. Bengals fan on most of the major platform. And I am joined here, as always, with my partner in crime, Sam Schneider from Primetime Sports Talk. And this is another episode of Jungle Talk. Who day, baby? Who day? day. And we are here to preview our Thursday night game coming up with the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, So our first primetime game. And I think this is Burrow's first primetime game, is it not? Uh, you know what? Actually, that's yeah, that's a really good question. You put me on the spot, but I think it probably is. I think I, I read that. that we, I don't even know that we had any primetime games last year, did we? I think we maybe, had maybe one. like a Sunday, maybe like a Sunday night. No, Steelers. you know what? He had the. Oh, we had a Thursday we had against a Thursday. Cleveland. So this that's is right. not his first one, but this is this is the this is the last one. So this is the second. Right. Because I don't think we had another one after that. So no, definitely not. So, uh, but with that, we've got this game coming up. Uh, short week. We're going to go every through everything. I've got the injury report. So we'll do this as we always do. First, uh, we'll go through the good. We'll go through the bad. Uh, we'll go through the bad first. First, tell them before we forget, bang that subscription button. That's all we ask. Subscribe, please. That's all we ask. Support the channel. And wait, 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 hold on one second, Mark. I'm sorry to interrupt you. Um, are we asking for money? For no, subscribing? no, no money. Just, uh, just okay. subscribe and support. That's all we so ask of you. So it's free. This is like the premium package. This for is nothing. the premium package, and we don't ask you for any money. Amazing. That's so, amazing. You know, like I said, what a what a deal. We're a couple of philanthropists, is what. There we you are. go. That's it. We are doing, you know, our uh, our charity work here by uh, by That's donating right. our time to this cause. That's so right. it's something we're both passionate about. So uh, we like to keep the show by fans for fans. So just as fans, we just ask you to support the channel. Tell them where they can find all your stuff, and then we're going to jump right in. Sure. Uh, I write for Primetime Sports Talk, like Mike said. Uh, you can find, or like Mark said, excuse there me. You go. Yeah. And you know what? I, I, so many, so many UMs. That Mike, Mark. Yeah. You know, I, you were close. I, I work with all UM and M's. <laughs> um, uh, you can find us at primetimesportstalk.com. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at buy and sell you. And you can find the website on Twitter at talk primetime. There you go. So with that, we're going to jump right in and we'll get into the bad. Uh, first things we're not feeling good about coming into this game. Um, my biggest concern, and, and, and this is my biggest concern, is that we're looking past this game. I, I, it is a big concern of mine because this is a team, obviously, we should handle, but I've said this before. This is the kind of game that quality teams win these games. They do not look past them. They take everything one week at a time. They don't look any farther down the schedule than this game. Go in there, be ready, be prepared, and win. Because if you let your guard down, believe me, Jacksonville, this is their first net. This is Trevor Lawrence's first exposure to national TV as a Jaguar. And believe me, he's going to be motivated to show his best stuff. So, yeah. And it's, and it's a winless team. So they're, I mean, each and every week they're getting a little more desperate. Um, they're wanting to pull out, you know, a few more of the stops and, you know, already you beat Pittsburgh one time uh, this season. And all of a sudden the fans are like, yeah. man, we're going to the Super Bowl." And I'm like, let's make the Super Bowl Thursday night. Right. Um, Just- but because like you, like you, Mark, I wrote down the exact same thing. The second thing on my list is um, a Pittsburgh letdown on Monday night, on Thursday night football. Yeah. Um, that's my biggest concern. And, you know, there's already enough problems with Thursday night football. We hear it every year. It's a short week. The players hate it. Uh, people have, don't have time to heal from injury. Um, there's not enough time to put a game plan in place. 
Um, there's all kinds of things that already go into Thursday night football without having to worry about a letdown from what is a really, really big win that just yes. happened a few days ago. Yeah, it's it's just natural to have a letdown. And so but they have to remain focused. They have to remain focused. That's my biggest thing. And I said here, nothing to lose national audience. That was my second thing. So we just kind of had them reverse there. Um, right. A Wouzier and Wayne's. Um, we, I, we don't know if we're going to have a Wouzier. Wayne's a full practice, which is on my good list. So we'll go through the injury report. But that troubles me. And then I put down here, Miles Jack. Um, he's there. Devin Bush. He's there. I, I won't say TJ Watt because TJ Watt's on another plane. But he certainly is, is their most formidable person on defense. So... Yeah, they and and they're you know they've been they've been beaten up this year. You know they lost thirty seven twenty one, they lost thirty one nineteen, um, uh, they lost twenty three thirteen. Um, so they're they they've they've given up points in chunks. Uh, but make no mistake, I mean they're not you know an absolute pushover defensively. Sure. Even though two of those teams uh, in the Texans and the Broncos are not exactly offensive juggernauts. Right. Um, but but regardless. You know, once again, these are guys playing under the lights. These guys are playing under uh, or in front of a national audience. Um, there's a lot of pride on the line. And that's when, you know, um, I think the Jaguars only have uh, have five sacks so far this season. And they would like nothing more than to like double that total right. um, in, in a Thursday night football game. So that makes me that I'm, I'm with you. And I wrote down the injuries too. Um, Ouzier, we talked about it in the post game. It's a groin injury. We said right. he could be back Thursday. We said he could be back in six Thursdays from now. Right. Um, it's just, there's no way of knowing I'm operating under the assumption that we're not going to have him. Right. Um, Trey Wayne's having a full practice is huge. Right. That's um, part of my good, but yeah, that's, uh, and, but um, and and Higgins, I don't feel great about Higgins because you know if he's if he's limited in practice uh, with a shoulder injury, you know I don't know if you've heard this, Mark, but it turns out when you're a wide receiver, you need your shoulders um, to try to catch footballs. Yeah, it would help. Yeah, yeah. So no. uh, so that makes me that makes me a little nervous. My only other thing that I wasn't feeling good about is that even though they've done a lot of turning the ball over this season, um, you know, with the possibility of Wouzier being out, um, that means you're still going to have Eli Apple and or Darius Phillips uh, going in and out of the game. Um, they are going to have the ability to pick up passing yards in, in, in chunks. I mean, you got um, our, our old buddy, Marvin Jones, uh, he's got 17 catches for 100, 194 yards on the season. DJ Chark uh, has 154 yards and two touchdowns. LaVisca Chenault, you shall not pass, is, um, you know, he's no slouch either. Um, the only thing I'll say is that Lawrence has not been very accurate. Um, he's got like a 55% completion percentage. So when I say Jones has 17 catches, that's on 28 targets. That's not very good. But obviously they're throwing the ball an awful lot. I think they have. Well, they've been behind in every game. Yeah. A lot of those numbers exactly. you said, those games were already decided. They, because <laughs> of the of the Iron Bowl play where they returned a field goal for a for a touchdown, that's what made that game close at half. But other than that, right. the second half, they were blown out. Mo the other two games, they've been trailing big. 
Right. So, and we, and we know a little something about that too. You know what I mean? About, right. you know, being behind late and just having to throw the ball and throw the ball and throw the ball. Right. Um, and so I think, you know, if our secondary is banged up at all, I think Bates was limited in practice or did not practice today with a neck. Bates did uh, not injury. practice. And, and by the way, T Higgins did not practice. He wasn't limited practice. He didn't oh, practice. Gotcha. Yeah. He didn't practice today. So, and, uh, and you know, yeah. Bates, Bates is a little concerning because we didn't hear anything about it. I'm, you know, crossing my fingers that that is a, um, he's a veteran. He doesn't have to be practicing. They're giving him some time off. Maybe he's got a little stinger or something like that. Um, and that, that he'll be out there. Cause I think if it was bigger than that, we would have heard something in one of the press conferences. Well, I now. think he, I think he might, it would be one of those things to where he might've done limited practice. I mean, it's if on the short week, you're, if you have a player that needs some time, you're going to give him the whole, everything off. Like a guy like Bates, you're going to just have him show up Thursday and play. You're not right. going to have no, him and, going and to the, practice on, no, on Monday, Tuesday. And yeah. And there's no practice on Monday. So, I mean, you know, today was the first opportunity for those guys to even get out there. Um, and the same thing goes for Riley Reef. Um, you know, he turned his ankle in that game. As far as I know, he came back in. Uh, he, I believe, was limited today, if I'm not mistaken, Mark. He actually, he was limited today. Um, and they did practice Monday. When you have a Thursday game, you don't get the day off. You're going to come and get your mini bye. So we did have practices on Monday. Gotcha. Um, I didn't, I didn't, yeah. I didn't think we actually did, but. Um, Just on the short weeks, all the teams do they, because everything's accelerating. I mean, right. literally you're literally squashing and this is what the players complain about you're squashing set you know six days into into three days sure you know so anyway but uh reef i think is it's the same idea i mean he's a veteran he knows what he's doing over there he turned his ankle they'd probably rather he not turn it again in practice so you know take the day off big man and uh and and we'll get you we'll get you ready to go yeah you know in time for the game so i didn't want to get too carried away on that but you know like i said with the uh the possibility of a banged up secondary jacksonville's ability to possibly pick up uh yards in big chunks uh which they haven't done a lot of this year um is a little bit worrisome right the only other things i had was i did have marvin jones we seem to, you know, Nick Vigil had a, a game that he's never had for any of us. He had it week right. one. It's just kind of indicative. So I'm concerned that Marvin Jones comes with that little bit of extra effort. Um, I'm not concerned about any. He's been gone from the team so long. It was a Marvin Lewis team when he left. So it's not like he has any intel about the team. But, yeah, but they seem to get up. Not, they seem to get up for us. The, the and and it's not like a revenge game or anything no, either, no, where no. like he just left or we didn't, you know, we didn't want to pay him and he just left last year. Right. I mean, it's it's been a while at this point, but he's still a very capable receiver. Oh, absolutely. I mean? And he's and he's definitely, you know, the best one on the team uh right now as far as uh the numbers are concerned. Yeah. And the last thing I'm going to comment on, and it's not specifically about this game, it's just in general, because one of the things that we got was Tyler Boyd making some comments about the Steelers quitting and things like that. And my attitude is just shut up. Don't right. give any team. So now you don't think the, the Tomlin and the Steelers are going to be revisiting that when we see them. I think it's in oh, week yeah. 12. Why even do that? I am right along the Patriots. You know, Belichick would have fined you internally. You would have been disciplined. Internally. Belichick might have shut your Belichick, mouth. 
Belichick might have actually come up to you while you were at the podium and dragged you away. Yes. Kicking Shut. and screaming. And been oh. like, no, 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 no. We so, have no more comments. Yeah. As much as I love Tyler Boyd, that kind of stuff, just team-wide, stop it. You right. don't ever need to give motivation to your opponent. You know, if you are going to make a comment like that, make it after our second game when you know we're not going to see them for a year. Right, right. Do not make it. So now, believe me, they'll be revisiting those comments. Tomlin addressed him to Dana in his presser. He said, I, I don't care what Tyler Boyd says. I don't feel I have to respond to anything that an opposing player has to say and just right. left it at that. But clearly it's on their radar. They've seen it. They're aware of it. Well, and let's not do that stuff. Wrong. Stop it. And don't get me wrong. The, the, just, just the fan in me, not an analyst, but just the fan in me still gets a kick out of it. You know what I mean? I know. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, they did lay down. Yeah, Tyler, you tell them. And then when you stop and think about it, you're like, no, Tyler, no, no. stop, stop, no. stop. You, you, you know what? You want to do your talking? Let's win the North, okay? Let's get to the playoffs. That Do your talking that way. Don't right. just keep it up. So that was the only other bad thing I said. It's not specific about this game, but I will hope after winning, we would have nothing but complimentary. Just, just don't give teams other motivation. So right. do you right. have anything else on the bad or are we good? Nope, that's we all, that's all the bad I got. I'm feeling good. All right. So let's go to the good um, thing. I'm feeling good about number one, uh, CJ Anderson got traded to uh, got traded to Carolina. So we don't have to face him. I part of me, I tweeted this out. If you want to look at my Twitter, as soon as the news broke yesterday, or maybe it was today, I said, I really wish we had done that trade, you know, shipped off maybe Uzama or a sample and a pick and, and we would have grabbed because we could have really used, you know, mm -hmm. somebody. So Eli Apple isn't on the field, but right. it was Carolina that made that trade. And, um, but we won't have to face him, which is a good thing. Um, they're bringing in Trey. Her One of the reasons why they probably made the trade was because Trey Herndon is now ready. He's coming back. He's probably going to make a season debut this week. Um, who's their other corner. He had a knee injury. Um, he hasn't played since he was put on the COVID list end of uh, end of last year. But still, I, I, I'm glad that their best corner, you know, going into the season is not on their team. So I feel right. good about that. Yeah, I do too. Um, I, you know, I feel good about, you know, as you'd expect, based on the way we've played this year, um, most of my stuff has to do with the defense. Yeah. Um, but that was my I, next thing, but go ahead. Yeah. So before I even get there, I will revisit, um, you know, the stat that I already said, which is Jacksonville's only got five sacks so far. Um, and I like our offensive line in this game based on the way they played against Pittsburgh. I like this as a, another opportunity for them to gel against a, um, uh, a defensive line that is while capable is not, you know, a hammer, you know what I mean? It's right. not like a wrecking ball crew. Um, and I think that's what the O-line needs right now in order to continue gelling, especially with, you know, Jackson Carmen in right. there at right guard. And he's, you know, he's going to start um, regardless of what we said about Suofilo being on the injury list. Zach Taylor already said yeah. uh, that Jackson Carmen will start again at right guard. Um so I'm, I'm, I can't believe I'm saying this. I feel good about our offensive line. Oh. 
uh, for this game. And it, maybe it's not just feel good. Like I feel really confident. I guess I just feel good about getting another opportunity to watch them continue to take that next step, see the tackles keep playing the way they're playing, see Carmen and Spain do what they're doing. And I'm looking forward to seeing Trey Hopkins get yet another game under his belt as he comes back from that injury um, to being the player that we all know he can be at center when he was a liability in the first two games. Yeah, I actually, that was the last thing I had offensively because I had a big, a few defensive notes here. Um, offensively, I feel good. I feel very optimistic after seeing what, how Carmen played against Pittsburgh. I feel very good. And it's progress, not perfection. We're, our line is gelling. It's going to get better each and every week. That's how it's like I said, progress, not perfection. So we're getting there. Um, Think about, let's think about the Buccaneers last year. Okay. You know, it took Brady and that offense time to gel. When Mm -hmm. did they, when did they really put it all together? right before the playoffs last few yeah. weeks of the season. And then in the playoffs, they looked unstoppable. That was a different team than you saw the first half of the year. That's how we, we want to go. Keep building, keep building, keep building, and then bring it home. So yeah, I'm really and, good and, about and, where we're headed there. Yeah. And it, you know, it requires a moniker of patience, but um, you know, and, and I know that this is it's sports. So fans don't always have that patience. Yeah. Um, but listen, this is not a Super Bowl team. Um, you know, and, and, and I'm, I'm sorry for saying that, um, but it's true. We're not a Super Bowl team and coming into this year, all we wanted to see was progress. Let's make good, solid progress. Like let's shoot for a winning season. Right. Um, you know what I mean? Let's don't put the cart before the horse. So enjoy this process so that when we do become that Super Bowl team, we can say, I remember when I first saw these guys start to play together. And I remember this one game I watched where I was like, oh, there it is. They're starting to gel. They started to know each other and, and play next to each other. Well, that's an enjoyable aspect of sports. and I think people tend to skip over it. Yeah. And I'm going to put a little more optimism because you are kind of with that comment, which I agree with. You are a cup half, half empty person. So I'm going to be the cup half pole person and tell you this is definitely a possible playoff team if they can keep making progress. If we don't give games like this coming up away and you've got to close this out, you know, that's why I wanted to, us to win in Chicago. That was a winnable game. This is a game we should win. We have the Jets, the Lions coming up. Those are games you have to win. Okay, because we also have the Packers and and Baltimore and Cleveland in the next five. So Mm -hmm. you've got to punch these games in. This is definitely a possible playoff team. And if you look at my Twitter feed, I tweeted out. I know you love him, Mike Florio's uh, rankings, but he had us at 17. And here was his comment. He said that this in his comment that this was possibly a playoff team. Now people are seeing rich Eisen had some really great comments to make about us saying we're one of the more balanced teams. Joe Burrow only threw the ball 20 some odd times. We're not, you know, this is a balanced team. Now that's what you want to see. And and we're getting there. So I'm going to go with the cup half goal that yes, that doesn't mean we're not a playoff team. Yeah, no, I, and I agree with you. I agree with you. And please don't don't, don't mistake this for me saying just you wait. We're not gonna we're not gonna do any good. Um, certainly, I'm I'm a fan first, so I'm like I'm here for it. I'm here for any of that stuff. You know what I, I mean? I yeah. I'll just oh, yeah. be more and more excited. You got to beat the teams that you're supposed to beat, and then you got to beat a couple of the teams that you're not supposed to beat. 
in order right. to uh, in order to get that far. I did want to hop on just because you you mentioned uh, Burrow. For anybody that didn't see it, Bur Burrow registered a ninety point three uh, grade on PFF this week. He was the highest rated quarterback uh, in week three, which is outstanding. It's because he was so efficient. Uh, he was hitting his guys. He only had what a four incompletions. Yeah. Um, on, on the game. Um, and that's, that's really exciting because he is, we're, we're starting to see that part where he's getting more comfortable out there after coming back from injury and uh, he's getting a little better every week. And man, once we, once Burrow is, is back to, you know, what we know, he, what we know he is right deep down then uh, boy, look out. Yeah. So, and then we'll jump into our defense and rookie QB that we're facing because they play hand in hand. If, if any of you watch the, the flea flicker interception pick six that, oh, that he had, last week, that that's a rookie play. We can bait this guy into this. I mean, believe me, he won't, he won't be throwing the flea flicker interception, but he, he, he forces the ball. He has a tendency of throwing off his back foot. I mean, all the things that rookies do, He's he's doing and we can absolutely I can see Logan Wilson running one in or somebody or maybe Vaughn Bell or, or Bates, you know, baiting him and then and then reading the play and going in. So we definitely have that. Our defense is is going to, you know, like I said, is uh, is a huge advantage for us in this game. Yeah, I mean, you're talking about Lawrence. He's got a 54.2 completion percentage um, so far this season. That's not very good um uh for for anybody rookie or not i mean it's to be expected that it's low but right um uh he's got a 60.3 rating on the year that's really not good uh five touchdowns seven picks and i think the biggest stat that jumps out to me for anybody that's watched him in college which i think is most of the people watching this video yeah um he's he's averaging 5.7 yards per completion that's not going to get it done. No. Uh, that's not going to get it done. And it sure is. It's sure not going to get it done against us. Right. Um, so, you know, like I was saying earlier, I, they, they have the capability to pick the ball up in big chunks. And I would not be surprised if that's what urban Meyer uh, and the offensive coordinator have been trying to do in practice this week is say, we got to throw the ball a little further, brother. Uh, right. We got to throw the ball a little more down the field. So we have to be ready to, to guard against that. Right. So, um, so that was I, the last thing I have on our good stuff is um, it's the ring of honor game. So, yeah. I mean, come on, you can't lose the ring of honor game. I mean, stay focused. You know, this is a game where we don't want to be like the giants who retired Eli Manning's Jersey and then lost the game. You know, right. it's like, it's our ring of honor game. So let's, let's go out there and win the game. And our first, our first one ever, you know right. what I mean? We got right. Four guys going in, including the guy that that brought that created the franchise. So um, you know, this is a game that you got to win. I'll I'll be there, you know, screaming and cheering. I'll be in there early for the ceremony and 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 see the Kens go in and uh, Munoz and uh, Paul Brown, um, and uh, that's all going to be really exciting. They just need to carry that you know emotion over. And I think the Bengals are. I think they're, I think they're pumped to play in prime time again, which is, which is really, really exciting. You know, Mixon tweeted out, I think no earlier than, or no later than like a half hour after the game on, on Sunday, he said, Cincinnati, we need everybody in the stands on Thursday night. Yes. 
Um, and I've seen, there's been a couple people online, uh, a couple of people paying it forward where people that already had tickets were going out and buying a ticket here, buying a ticket there, and then just gifting them to other Bengals fans to get the, the, get the stadium as full as possible on Thursday night. So it should be a rocking atmosphere and you better believe those Cincinnati fans will be out there drinking early good. and uh, being, being ready to have a good time and make some serious noise. Good. Yeah. I don't know that Jacksonville travels that it's not like some of these other fan bases. So I don't know. But Jacksonville barely travels to Jacksonville. No, right. So I was going to say, how <laughs> travel but, um, and then the last thing, I, you know, somebody threw out a comparison. I saw this either on Twitter, on Facebook, threw out a comparison about, well, you know, Joe Burrow, what he was able to do last year versus Trevor Lawrence can easily do this. And I was like, Joe Burrow came into a team with a whole lot more around him than Jacksonville. So, you know, in terms of the defense and the, and the, and the, and the skill positions. Um, so, cause somebody was saying, well, you know, Lawrence could do this and that. I'm like, no, he, he's not coming into the same situation that Joe Burrow came into last year. So, well, yeah. And you got, I mean, even you don't have to look very much further than the guy standing behind the quarterback, um, which, you know, James Robinson had, uh, you know, had a darling of a year last year, uh, kind of came out of nowhere, uh, running back for the, for Jacksonville. Right. And that's all, that's all well and good and lovely, but, um, Joe Mixon, he is not, um, right. he is, he is not Joe Mixon. And, and this year, I think he just had a hundred yard day on Sunday. And prior to that, um, he only had like 60 yards in the first two games combined. Well, um, we, we so, shut down and, Montgomery and, and we shut down Dalvin cook and yeah. we just shut down Najee Harris. I can't imagine. And, and I have Robinson on my fantasy team. He, he, he was, I picked him up as an, as an undrafted free agent when they traded Fournette, and he got me to the super bowl last year. I wrote sure. his coattails, but, but he's by no means, if we could shut down Dalvin cook and Najee Harris, we can shut down Robinson. Well, and particularly because Robinson is really fond of, of running right up the middle. Like that's what they do. They run the, the, up the gut plays because he's got strong legs he's a churner um and that plays right into our defensive line strength right now right um our our you know our only you know the only thing we're really lacking in is covering guys out of the backfield Najee Harris um had had uh more catches than DeAndre Hopkins had targets last week Right. Najee Harris had like 18 catches against us or 14 catches against us. That's right. absurd. You know what but I mean? That, but and that I also it, plays into why the Steelers struggled because yes, you I have all it, those receivers and you're leading and your leading uh, receiver and your leading target is right. because Ben didn't have time to throw. He didn't have yeah, time to get to was, the receivers. It was most certainly a product of the defense we were playing. And that's great because that means we were able to keep the ball in front of us which is great. I'm just saying if, uh, if, if Jacksonville decides, well, we're not going to be able to run to the middle. So let's start dumping it off to, to uh, Robinson on outside. He's already got, I think 12 catches for 92 yards this mm-hmm. season, although he has two fumbles uh, through the air. Um, the, the uh, if they, you know, kind of attack that the way Pittsburgh eventually did out of necessity, um, if they make it a part of their game plan, then, you know, our linebackers have to stay ready like they have been. You know, you're going to need Pratt and Wilson and Gaither out there ready to make a tackle in the flat. And uh, we need Eli Apple to wrap somebody up once in a yeah. while. Well, I'm just going to change the name of this show to the Eli Apple the show. He's, he's one bad apple, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what? It's and, we, and we've got a more mobile quarterback. This isn't Ben. 
Trevor Lawrence can move around. Now, my feeling is, well, we face Lamar Jackson twice a year, so we're pretty familiar with mobile quarterbacks. Baker Mayfield doesn't exactly stand still in the pocket. So right. we're used to dealing with guys that move around. So we just have to be aware that, that you know, we looked really good because part of it was because Ben couldn't move. I mean, he's as, as, a, as uh, fixed to the ground as a quarterback could be. So, um, so I'm really looking, uh, you know, like I said, I want to be aware of that. Um, right. All right, let's jump right in. Give us your, uh, give us your game prediction here. Uh, you know, I think it's interesting. This, um, the, 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 the money is on, the money is on Cincinnati right now. Um, big time. Um, this, uh, this game opened uh, with the Bengals favored four and a half. It is already at seven and a half. Right. Um, it opened at 49 and has already dropped down to 46. Right. So people were betting the under because you always bet the under on Thursday night football. I mean, that's just it's a much safer bet right. um, if, if you're going to bet it. I don't bet the totals on Thursday anyway. Um, I only bring those things up because I think seven and a half, um, even if it's just the money that's pushing that line, I think it makes a lot more sense. Um, as a matter of fact, I don't even think it makes quite enough sense taking the Bengals 27, 13. All right. I actually had a similar score and I had it at 27, nine. So I think they go. get a, I think they get a field goal and a touchdown and then they go for a two pointer because they're already behind and, and doesn't, but I had us, I had us there. Also, I want to point out the first half bet is minus four and the money line is 260. So you can, you can tease the first half or you can play, bet the first half. And then remember, you could tease this game at basically money line. So if you're doing a multi-team teaser, throw the Bengals in at minus a half and, and, right. and basically get a money line in there. Because I, I really feel, you know, obviously I'm not alone. The betting public really feels like the Cincinnati should win this game. Yeah, they're uh, all over Cincinnati on this right. one. The betting public and, and the Sharps. I mean, we'll see if it moves any more in the opposite direction yesterday. I don't I don't expect it to. I expect it maybe to even go to eight and a half by game time. Right. I think people are still plunking money on the Bengals. Yeah, well, and that's what you got to remember. The betting lines have anything to do with what, what you say, what I say, what any of these ESPN says. This is all about where people put in their money. It's real exactly. simple. It just, you want to see what, what the betting public's doing, just watch where it opens. I, I never saw it at four and a half. So if it, if it opened at four and a half, it jumped it immediately because I checked it Sunday night. It was already seven and a half for me. Yeah. So um, that that must have jumped immediately. I'm wondering who walked into who walked into a casino and dropped right. 100 grand on the money. Right. Line. Exactly. You know, that's, how, that's how stuff moves that fast. If somebody <laughs> it four does. and a half. Great. I'll buy down a half point. Here's a hundred thousand. You know, right. minus one forty or something instead of the minus one ten because he bought the point. You yeah, know, might as well. No, yeah, no. That's uh, that that's how the line moves. So, well, I, you know, I, I, I like our chances, and I, you know, I feel, I feel really good about this game. And, um, you know, Jacksonville, even on defense last week against Arizona, they gave up two hundred yard receivers. I don't see why we can't do the same thing. No. I don't, couldn't even tell you which two receivers it'll be. One of them's probably going to be Jamar Chase. Yeah. Now they, we, there's been news about teams doubling Jamar Chase because he talked about how he's only seen single coverage. And and you have to play. Mike Golick had commented about you know you have to. I don't care who you are coming out of college. You have to come in and you have to earn that double team. Well, I think Jamar Chase has done enough to earn the double team. What yeah. that's going to do from a fantasy perspective is it'll open up the offense for the rest of the guys. 
Mm-hmm. So it's not a bad thing to have Jamar Chase doubled. Just Burrow needs to say, okay, no problem. You're going to double Chase. That means Boyd is on single coverage, Tate, Thomas, whoever else it is. That means Mixon's on single. It, it's just going to open up the rest of the offense. So, and that's why it'd be nice to have Higgins back. We don't know if he's back yet, but, uh, but certainly I think we have enough horses in the stable to, yeah, uh, I, you this. know, I wanted to, I wanted to mention Mixon and I'll do so really quickly. Obviously everybody knows he is still ranked second in the NFL in uh, rushing yards behind Derrick Henry by, I think, 60 or 70 yards. Um, but Henry had one monster game. Uh, right. Yeah, that's Seattle good, game. He's had all good games, but he had one monster one. No, the um, Seattle. But, you know, I was really surprised when I was looking at stats today. You know, Joe Mixon has six catches on seven targets through three games. Really thought he'd be being used um, a little more than that in the passing game. So I wouldn't be surprised if they, if they try to mix him in a little more on this one. Yeah, let's see. I'm starting him. So he's my he's my RB1 on my team. You so, got it. All right. Well, once again, tell everybody where they can find your stuff. Sure. Uh, primetimesportstalk.com. You can find me on Twitter at buy and sell you or at talk primetime. All right. And Sam will actually be at the game Thursday night. I so will. we will put up our recap video. We're going to film it and we'll put it up Friday morning. Uh, it'll be, we're going to record it in the morning. So it'll be up sometime Friday in the, in the, uh, morning time pacific time so uh probably lunchtime afternoon for you east coasters so um, turn those turn those notifications on when that bell rings we that's right make sure when you hit the subscribe if you hit the bell you'll get notifications too we want you to subscribe and if you want the alerts there you go so with that i'm going to say who day everybody and we will, we will see talk to you after the jacksonville game take care